The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Good afternoon, you are tuned to Resonance 104.4 FM and this is, as it's Tuesday afternoon, Simon Tishko with today's Ice Topica. This week, uh, we're going to step back from the kind of frantic, frenetic and oh-so-creative and busy fundraising week at Resonance 104.4 FM and what we're going to do we're going to go back in time we're going to go back in pace and we're just going to step back into a gentle little soundscape nothing too demanding and something just 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 nice there in the background for you I was lucky enough to go on a trip with a group of friends, kids and colleagues from the Lancaster Court Tenants and Residents Association and we were invited to be guests of another Fulham special place which is Fulham Palace. It's one of those uh, kind of missing, not many people know about it, little spots in London which has the most tremendous history and the most tremendous beauty. It actually used to be the Bishops of London, or the Bishop of London's Palace. It was owned by the Catholic Church and is a place of residence which goes back... uh, Recent excavations apparently suggest that people were living there about 700 years before Christ, which is a phenomena that many, many years before Homo Bancus... Bankus Erectus, Bankus Selfishus moved in and kind of dominated Fulham as they seem to do these days, but there were other people living there and um, the bishops in the traditional style of bishops lived in great wealth and luxury with originally 30 acres or something, beautiful land, which is now 12 acres and it has been beautifully restored over the last few years. They've even dug the moats up, which were actually buried in in the 1960s, apparently. Um, We're going to go for a little stroll around there in today's episode of Isotopica. We've been guided round by one of the fabulous and lovely curators from Fulham Palace who will introduce herself in the sound piece coming up. We had a little bunch of kids with us. I've kind of woven them into the sounds and essence of it all, but I think some of the historical moments may have left the kids behind, but it's well worth a visit if you are interested and I'd like you to be interested. You can find them at fullandpalace.org and um, it's a real treat. In fact, I'm probably going to go back there later on in the season sometime in later spring to see what the flowers have brought up. In the meantime, I really do suggest we step back in pace, relax a little, and just a nice little historic tour of a community tour. This is, after all, community art radio. Um, a community tour of a community place in... London. It's lovely there. I hope you enjoy this little detour and um, I'll give you some further details at the end of today's episode. Once again, this is me, Simon Tishko. Once again, this is Resonance 104.4 FM. You are listening to the radio. Here we go. Full of palace. <laughs> 
bell I just heard? That's the clock. So that's a traditional old clock. Yeah the bell is very old actually it's dated 1676. Wow. Okay shall we get started? Yes. Right. Quite a mixed group and this is your visit. So my name's Miranda, I'm the curator, and for my sins I've been here since 1989 when there was only, <laughs> there was only empty rooms here, so we've come a long way. So this is your visit, so if I'm not telling you what you want to know, just interrupt and ask questions. It's quite a chilly day, so I thought we'd just, I'd just try and show you as much as possible. Um, I've got a meeting at two, does anybody need to leave before then? So we'll try and do it in an hour. Yeah. If they get bored, we'll do it quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I get the impression these girls never get bored. <laughs> well, the first bit will be outside anyway, yeah. so they Great. can come and go. Great. So you've been here before. Have you yes. been all been here no. before? No. Your yep. first visit. First visit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, no, um, I've been here before, but I haven't had a I'm a Fulhamite. Yes. yes. Well. <laughs> way, way back in time, a Bishop of London with rather a warlike name called Bishop Vals here bought really all of what's now the present borough of Hammersmith and Fulham. So the bishops own all of where we, well, I don't live in the borough anymore, I used to, but... The bishops bought it? Yeah, they bought the manor of Fulham. With these when you say bishops, are they Catholic or Church of England? I'm confused by that. Right. The Church of England didn't exist. This is 700. Okay, there you go. Thanks. My so history's not good. The Church of England didn't exist till Henry VIII. Right. So everyone was Catholic. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but this is the very early days of Christianity. Sure. So he was the Bishop of London with the church responsibilities, but he was also Lord of the Manor. So he was in charge of everyone who lived here and the poor starved people living in Fulham had to give him their best fish and their best pig and you know, <laughs> he lived the life of Riley really. Yeah. And um, Things don't change. Fulham is in the Doomsday Book, so there was a settlement here yeah. from quite early on. Mm. And also, um, because some of you might have heard of the Fulham Archaeological Rescue Group, they were formed in the 1970s. Mm. And they did excavations here because they were convinced it was a very ancient site. Right. All the history books said, oh, nobody could have lived in Fulham because it was wet and marshy. 
but actually it's not. It's well-drained gravel and if you were paddling your canoe up the Thames looking for somewhere to live, Fulham was a very good place. And as far as we know, that's what happened because where we dig around the site, we find Roman things and we sometimes find prehistoric things. So this is well before the so, bankers moved in? So this is well before the bankers moved in. So people have been living here, as far as we know, for 5,000 years, which I still find quite a difficult thought to get my mind around. 5,000? That's yes. incredible. So three, That's 3,000 years before? Yes, yes. Yeah. But you see, it was near the river, so you had your transport. Mm. There would have been woods here, fish to eat, and um, land to build on because it was well drained. So Amazing. Right. And thank goodness we've got the Thames Barrier, or none of us would be standing here. Yeah. <laughs> because where St. Diana's was, it was all farmed too. I hope it holds up. Yes, it yes. was. It was. Um, Fulham, parts of Fulham stayed with market gardens yes. and farms really around 1900. Mm. And this was the manor house. Yes. And even when the bishop didn't own most of the borough anymore, he stayed in this house right up to 1973. So in 1973, the last bishop to live here retired. And then a lot of arguments went on about what should be done with the palace. You probably remember <laughs> some of them. Yes. And people were, local people were very keen to save it. So two years later, finances were better in those days, the borough agreed to take it on a lease for 100 years. Oh. And I think the church commissioners went off and opened a bottle of champagne because it was a full repairing lease. <laughs> so they were responsible for all the roofs, everything. But in more recent times, we both work for, well, calling some of the time, works for the Fulham Palace Trust. So since 2011, the Trust runs the whole site on behalf of the Council. So we're an independent charity with arm's length from the Council. But it's taken all that time from 1975 to 2011 to have a single organisation that wasn't the council running the site. So it's taken a lot. People wanted to set a trust up in the 1970s, but it's taken all that time. And the huge difference, the Heritage Lottery Fund. Because mm. we have, so far we've had two grants from the Lottery Fund. One in 2005 took a whole year when we did lots of boring things that don't show, but are very important, like the electrics, the drains, the roof. And then what was more fun in 2010 to 12 was Bishop's Park and the garden. And we'll go and see what's been done there in a minute. So it still belongs to the church, but it's run by the trust. It's free to come in and it's here for everyone in Fulham and beyond to enjoy. So wow. if we look around us, as I said, it's much older below the ground, but what we have around here, can you see it looks very old and damaged? So this is Tudor. So this is from the time of Henry VII. What dates are those? Give us a... Uh, for, well, we've had the wood in the gateway dated and the wood in the Great Hall dated to 1495. Wow. But if you look around, you can see that this side, if we walk over here, this side looks different. That looks modern compared to Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So this looks much more modern, someone's just said. 
and if you read across you can see there's a date 1853 so this side of the palace was falling down and the bishop at the time whose badge that is it's a bit difficult to read but it says cj lund his name was charles james blumfield and he was bishop of london so all he did was have a new wall put up with these buttresses to stop it falling down and behind it it's still old and in Tudor times, we're so used to red brick in London, we're surrounded by it. But in Tudor times, when this was built, it was a way of showing how fashionable you were and how rich you were. Because it was a foreign building material and um, only the very rich were using it. And we're before Hampton Court, of course. We're not as grand as Hampton Court, but we are before. Re predating it by how much, do you think? About 30 years. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, um, where the girls are playing, there's now an ornamental fountain, but of course, before um, Mains Water, there would have been wells, several wells around the palace, and we always imagine ourselves in the past as rich people having fun, but in fact, most of us would have been servants spending most of our day getting water from the well. <laughs> so, once they got mains water from the Chelsea Waterworks, they could afford to have an ornamental fountain rather than um, having to have a well there. So who would have got their water from here? Just, just the staff here or would it be people around as well? No, no, it would have been for the household and there would have been more than one well. So all the wells to water the bishop? <laughs> <laughs> well, you needed it for washing and drinking, Holy water. cooking. Right, off we go. You leave my holy water alone. I'm sorry. I'm an iconoclast. I can't, no, nothing's right. sacred. Not, is everyone all right here? Can we have another song in a minute when your knee's better? I'd really like another song because the song was actually really nice to hear. Do you think that's possible? I'm going what? to show you. Would you like to come and see the magic little gates that you can walk through? <gasps> magic gates, quick! Gates, gates, magic gates. Right, where do you think the magic gates is? That's for hobbits. It's very big and heavy. <laughs> no, you must mind you don't trip when you go through. Don't taste pickies. Are you coming through? <laughs> That's it. Anyone want to go through? You don't have to. It's a viewfinder rather than a, it doesn't show on the screen. You don't trip. This is a very, very old gate. Wow, that's a beautiful piece of timber. So that would make a nice... don't trip and mind your head. That would make a nice table. Are you going to go through the magic gate? Good. And what's the story? This is beautiful lock. So this... Oh my God. What's, tell me, what's the story? Well, these were shot every night for security, so they're made of oak. But we weren't buying British in those days because it turns out it's Baltic oak, so it came from somewhere near Germany. Okay. <laughs> and Imported these would oak. have been shot for security every night. And what's the dating on these, these gates? Well, the timbers were dated to 1495. Oh! Yeah. Was it yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I can't resist it. <laughs> so they've just had a, a small piece of repair down here. 
Uh huh. Right, kind of rotten away. Bit of matching oak. Absolutely. Have you written the magic gate song yet? No. Magic gate, magic gate, magic, magic, magic gate. No? Quick bunch of daffodils while we're here. <laughs> Did you see all the daffodils popping up? Did you see them? Look, all along there. You have to come back and see them when they're all looking very pretty. That would have been embarrassing if she'd looked and they weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, we just grab a quick bunch of daffodils on the way back. We've got our bulbs all coming up on the estate now, which is nice. I noticed before. Take a hundred years ago, there were probably 20 or 25 servants living here, plus the bishop and his guests. So there was a farm here. Transport, of course, was horses. Well, we have to go a bit further back than a hundred years now, but horses first and then cars. And if you, the girls can make out because they got very good at eyesight, you can see a photograph of cows grazing here. Fulham cows. So there were cows and pigs and pigeons so they had a bit of food and milk and cream on site where would that barn be that we're looking that at there was, that was over there uh-huh but it that a big bomb fell on the allotments in the second world war no and it damaged can you see that's all broken there uh-huh so they were very naughty in those days even though it was about 300 years old they said it's broken and we're going to knock it down. Aye. And they built the gardener who used to live in there, a little house that's still there. And that's the one that looks like a timber lodge. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is post-war, post 1953. That's it, very 50s right. design. Let's move on because um, we this is new. Yeah. There's, no, it's always been there, but it's just been done up. No, that's new. Is it? Yeah. That part. Yeah. That's a new. Piece. Sorry. Sorry? Which is new? No, the toilets. Yes, the outdoor toilets oh, are new. Yes, yes, yes. Oh look, right. I'm not mistaken, Quirkus Ilix. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want for our trees. We want name tags on them. Well, you might be able to get a grant. Is this on the estate? Yeah, we're yes, doing. Yeah, yes. we're going to look at. We're looking yes. into that. Proper. Right. right. So actually, if you just, if we just reverse the time. Okay. So you can get an idea. Of all sorts of different periods. Okay. So there's the line of chimneys where the Tudor bit finishes. Yeah. And then you can see they added it on quite higgledy piggledy. So you've got you've got Tudor, you've got early. Which 1800s. ones are the Tudor chimneys are we looking at? Well, the they're not Tudor chimneys, but mm. where the Tudor fireplaces are are those. Where right. The Okay. Then they built on this passage uh -huh. because people didn't mind in Tudor times going into each other's rooms, but then life got more private, so they needed to build on a passage. Is that is that a fact of Tudor life that there wasn't so much privacy in houses? Yes, yes. well there was much less space. Mm. Girls, look what's around the corner, look, magic seats on the trees, quick! We're going to go and meet some bishops. <laughs> you get to, look, you can go and sit on the seats. There's one each. That's 
<laughs> Did you see her eyes light up when she realised you could sit well, on it? That's just your size. This is a seat too, if you want. Look, we can go and sit on you the bishop. Can go and sit on here. Come, girls. Let's go and sit on the bishop. Right. Look, you're coming up. Look, there's one up there. And look, there's a bishop up the tree. There's bishops everywhere. Woo! Look at the bishop's cat. Look, the wooden cat on the books. It was a very beautiful tree, which is a, is a, called a cedar of Lebanon. Ooh, but it got sick and died, and it was in, because it's such a public place, they couldn't risk branches falling off and hurting someone. When was this? Um, well, finally, um, 2006, seven. Um, well, it, it, I think it died, it may have been felled in 2005. Okay. And a local resident came along, sorry, you won't be able to hear me. A local resident came along whose husband had died very young, very tragically, before he was 50. And the whole family had loved the garden, so she wanted to make a memorial to him that was fun Aww. for families. So out of that was born the bishop's tree. So we've got a bishop from the 16th, 17th, 18th and 19th century to tell a few stories. But it's also fun just to climb over. So this bishop here, you were asking about the Catholics in the Church of England. He was a Catholic bishop under Queen Mary called Bishop Bonner. And he is alleged to have tortured prisoners here at the palace. Who he, looks, he looks like a torturer. Yeah, he, does. he looks yeah. very fat. But He's he, fat. Might have, he might have had a bad press. Whereas this gentleman here, who's not meant to be dead, he's meant to be asleep. He's from the late 17th century. Now, some of you may remember a school called um, Henry Compton School, but it's now been renamed up the road. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, this, this is Henry Compton. He was a person. And he lived here a long time, from 1675 to 1713. And he was a very keen gardener, so we've got a few things to represent his interest in gardening. He wasn't talking about it. Yeah. Can I, I, I just, just say here for the thing, what we're looking at here is, this is an old, what sort of wood is this, do you this think? This is oak. This is, this is an old, huge lump of oak with a life-size bishop carved into it. And the bishop's asleep with a book. And we've got a very nice little girl standing on top of the bishop. What are you standing on? Is it a bishop? No comment. And then behind us, the bishop's tree that we were looking at is a huge tree that's got bishops carved all over it. Curious stuff. This is all very new. So he is meant for sitting on, but he, he was very interested in gardening. And as Bishop of London, Logs. he was also responsible for the Firewood. living So he actually imported plants from America, some of which were grown for the first time in England, but not not just um, America. He imported things from the West Indies and from India. He's supposed to have grown ginger here and coffee. Who's that? And, guy? Uh, this guy, yeah, he was a very keen gardener. Sorry, what date was he again? Um, he was here 1675 to 17. So he actually had Fulham coffee grown. <laughs> well, something. it was probably just one part, but yeah. people, it was very famous, the garden at that time, and people came all like, from all over England to see his wonderful collection. Because mm. he's supposed to have had over a thousand plants that needed to be kept in greenhouses. Okay. Well, that's where the greenhouse used yes, to be down yes. there. So, Shall we go and look at the greenhouse now? Yeah. Look! Look! 
you're on the bishop. <laughs> on his nose! <laughs> stump, stump, stump on the bishop's nose. Can someone get me down? I will. The hand. Gotcha! And then, do you want to go on the ground? Yes. Going to the ground right by Marie. Ready? Coming into land. Crunch the cedar tree. That really doesn't matter. About the same age as the one that died. Can we have a cutting for our gardens? You can't grow those cuttings, I don't think, sad. How old is that tree? Because that looks enormous. Probably about 230 years old. Let's, let me just get you there. There we go. So we've, we've just walked into a walled garden. It's like a hidden magic garden at the end of the Bishop's Garden. So what, what are we looking at here? Well, we are looking at the walled garden, which is about two acres in area. And it was enclosed in the 1760s. And its purpose was to grow fruit and vegetables for the Bishop and people who lived here. The vinery, the glass houses, they were originally to grow grapes and pineapples which were great novelty in the 18th century and early 19th century but because they were made of wood and very difficult to maintain the new one which is a replica of the old one has had to be built in metal so it is a bit of a compromise and it was very difficult for them to get can you see there's a curve of the wall so it's quite a skilled job to get get that right and in front of the vinery is what's called a knot garden with beds formed from box hedges and this has all been replanted because the old one the box was sick and had something called box blight so it all had to be taken out new soil brought in and replanted in line with the design on the old maps mm. so how, we, how new how new are all these bushes they're in the so, last couple of years yes yes they're very new okay but they're on the design that was in the old ordnance survey maps uh-huh. so we think an ornamental gardens existed here since about the 1830s and then we have this lovely wisteria which maybe some of your listeners will come and see yeah, you'll come yeah. and see it doesn't look like anything now but if you come in late april or early may it'll be a mass of lovely mm-hmm. come girls we can sit here come on you can sit there did it yes oh If you looked through there in the summer, you'd have seen tomatoes and peppers uh-huh. and cucumbers and I think maybe even a few melons and pumpkins. So we had a really, really good crop last summer. You, can you see some of the dried chilies up here? <gasps> Look at these. These ones are fresh though. Yes. They're beautiful. And last year for the first time in about 50 or 60 years, we grew vegetables outside and they all went off to, they were grown organically and they all went off to a posh restaurant in Mayfair called The Square. But a profit and I hope for the... I don't know about that side of things but I'm sure, I'm sure it, it all helped. And the reason we can do all this is that we have a fantastic team of volunteers mm. who work in the garden. We can't do it all, all on our own. Now, some of these plants some of these plants might have some leaves that smell nice. Do you want to come up and go smell? You've got to be quite gentle with them. Wash it and then smell your fingers. What does that smell like? 
Does that smell nice? I don't know. Nice. Nice. What's that part for? It's a sound recorder. So we can record a song on it. These are geraniums. They're really unusual geraniums. They're all pelagoniums. This, this one what does that mean? This might be, that's its botanical name. Okay. That one might smell a little bit spicy or pepperminty, but you can't, but this, this leaves a bit dead, so I'll take this one off and then you can smell it. Press it with yeah. your hands and smell it. Does that smell different? These are all geraniums, Danny, and they're just like, like the most bizarre and unusual ones. Does they're it smell beautiful. a bit like toothpaste? Does it smell a bit minty? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm imagining that with all the vegetables that you're going to grow this year. Yes, we're built. Sorry, you were. Sorry, sorry you were. No, I was going to say, I can imagine us having a, a little community cook up at Lancaster Court next year rather than the Mayfair restaurant. What do you think, Marie? <laughs> we'll have a canteen night. I'm a cook. We'll cook. Amazing. Flowers and wings. Flowers and wings. Incredible. Wow, that's a good look. What's your name? Shaggy. Yes. Hello. Now we have to go out in the cold again. Right, I think it's time to go meet our oldest tree. My mum bought it for me. Oh. And once I made it, my No! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, parent, parents in the cafe. Okay. Uh, Do they have wings? Yeah. Do your parents have wings? Do they fly? No. Not yet. Have you learned to fly yet? Yeah. You have? Well, you certainly look like you were flying around the grounds just now. Yeah. It's a very good look. So where are you from? You need the, the you want some like that? No, the oh, ones, that's the, what wow. I'm talking about in the other place where they're breaking down. Oh great, we'll get those. They're tall as that. Because we're, we're thinking of a pathway. Yeah, we're going to have a pathway yeah. through that we can have stroll under the moonlight, strolls <laughs> through the grounds. Yeah, no, that's what I'm trying to yeah. before, before they um, cross it down. I might go and have a look this afternoon because it's one and of the first days not raining for ages. And the other thing is, uh, um, Sarah said if we can get to move one of the... Um, those trees. Those trees. Yeah, definitely. Yes. We've got plans for that. Yes. I just need the digging team. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have a natural about that. If we we're going this way for the biggest you tree. One, one thing with this garden that we're looking at now, it's beautifully laundered and looked after, but it used to be long grass all summer. I used to love it. They've just restored all the um, vegetable beds here, and yep. they're all facing. They've taken um, the bearings off of a recent archaeological dig, Okay. and they're all facing south. And obviously the bishops have taken that into account when they put them in originally, because they're then maximising the amount of sunlight during the day. Okay. So they the can get optimum growing. And there's the, you've got apples and cherries and all sorts that grow here. And quinces and... There is a pomegranate. Pomegranate, but it never fruit. No, it doesn't. But we and can still claim it. Was that my imagination or did they used to light fires in the walls when there were frosts? Well, they actually had a boiler. Okay. It was a big, it's still there, a big hole down below. Nice. used to be the boiler. And then there would have been a servant who would have to sleep near it to keep it safe. If it got really cold, they'd burn the servant. And of course, the other thing that happened last year, we, we had our bees arrived. 
Oh, the bees. Are yeah. we going to see the bees? Well, the bees, the bees, the bees are, are actually in the other pond yes. over there. Okay. Over there. But you can't see much at this point. No. They're, you can't, they're very they're um, sleepy. Very silent We're here. very excited by the notion of bees. Yeah. They're our first. Um, Remember to bees. mind your heads because this is Tudor again. There's a dinky little gateway to go through there. Were they shorter in Tudor times? I think they were, very much so. Were they all shot off? <laughs> <laughs> well, these, these are the bee bowls. The bee? Bowls, which is, is where the bishops would have originally have kept. Miranda will tell you all about these. Ah, see, I thought these were ovens. Oh, I, for, I thought these were for lighting right, fires. Right. So. right. Important bee information here. This, this was luxury accommodation for bees. Tudor style. So they would have little straw hives called skeps and they'd be sheltered from the rain and then they'd have the orchard to have lots of nectar and pollen. So we're, 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 we're looking at something built actually into the wall here which was the original Tudor bee homes. Yes they're called bee bowls. B-O-W. B-O-L-E. B-O-L-E okay. Yes. yes. Bee bowls there you yes. go bit of bee history there. And they do have them in, in some farms. You'll find them built into walls, but not okay. as old as these. Why did they have them? The well, there'd be a little straw hive in them. Any idea why they're on this side of the wall rather than inside where the, the, the actual fruit trees and things were? I wonder. There may have been fruit trees on both sides. Yeah, that's true. Know. Just uh, curious. There used to be grapes. Sorry? Grape trees in there. Uh, the inside, inside the binary, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, there aren't at the moment, uh -huh. but we hope one day to have them again. Right. Well, this place looking, it's looking, looking so bad mm. to me. Up. <laughs> wait, wait for the aeroplane and then tell us this one because this is a good one. I want to make sure I get you nice and clearly on the radio for this one. What are we looking at here? This well, is extraordinary. We're looking at a tree which is believed to date from Tudor times. So it's around 450 years old and there's a big hole in the middle. So what were once just branches are now great thick trunks as well. And the reason it's still here is that some of your listeners may remember the big hurricane in 1987. Of course. But its centre of gravity is low, so the wind would have been able to blow through it. Okay. Whereas a lot of other trees, I didn't know the palace in 1987, but quite a few trees were lost. Right. Yes. And this tree is not native to the UK. It's called an evergreen oak. Its botanical name is Quercus ilex because its leaves look like holly leaves and it's also known as a home oak but of course to most children it's an irresistible climbing frame i mean what what we're looking and who at can blame what, them. yeah exactly i mean because what we're looking at here is a tree that's almost horizontal as opposed to vertical because it's it's supported all over it's beautiful and it has been declared a great tree of london because it's, it's listed maybe the oldest one known in london it's a listed tree I think we should push on. Because <laughs> <laughs> once the girls catch up with us, then the girls are. Okay. Go down to the chapel now. So we'll go this way. Look at the tree, girls. <laughs> See, you missed that. 
You missed the story. This tree is older than everyone here. Especially <laughs> for Everyone here added up. And multiplied and taking away the first number you thought of. Except if it's a Thursday. And bank holidays. And now it is. Do you see these ones? They look like little lamb's tails. Look. They wiggle like lamb's tails. Can you see? Yeah. They're pretty. What is this? What? Um, it's, a it's a hazel. Oh, hazel. hazel. Yeah, it's hazel. We've got to get some weeping it's willows. Corollous. I was going to say, we need some willows for the estate. Willows. I just said that to yeah. Danny. Yeah. Because they're good for sucking up the um, um, moisture from the earth. Okay. We have to make sure we, we don't plant really too easy. Uh, I had one on yeah. my balcony yeah. and it this didn't, it didn't survive. At the moment, so the more willows that we can get, the better. Really. We can take um, a few on up to the scrubs. Yeah, just take a couple of those willows up there. Uh, where is it? Where? 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 What are they? Yeah. What it's, it's, it's willow. Oh great, let's go down there. Yeah, yeah, it sounds a bit Because willows are... Um, oh, we have to make sure we don't put them too close to the buildings. What are the ones with the little... with the buds on them that kind of hang down? What are they? Weeping willows. Weeping willows. Yeah, I got, I got one of those in Sainsbury's. To see another very old piece <laughs> of building. That's beautiful. So that's a Tudor extension. To, it's behind where we started off our tour. And it may well have been the entrance that the bishops used because they would have arrived by river. Because the river was the M25 of its time. Of it was course. the quickest way to get anywhere. Yeah. So they almost certainly... And if you turn around, you can see the river's very close here. <laughs> so they would have come through and entered the building that way. And some of our resident ghosts are supposed to live here, but <gasps> I've never seen them. Is this where the ghosts live? Say again. Some of our resident ghosts are supposed to live in Tell that. Tell me a bit about the ghosts. The ghosts well, live there. One of them is supposed to be the gentleman we met round the other side, Bishop Bonner. The one with the book or the one in the tree? The one in the tree. The one, the fat one that tortured people. And then there Danny. was, there was um, Arch Bishop Lord, who was um, very unpopular. He was Charles I's minister. Right. And later on he became Archbishop of Canterbury and had his head chopped off. Whoops-a-daisy. And um, there are a number of more local ghosts, women in white and various people who are supposed to appear. But I've always found it a very friendly building. I haven't, I haven't met any ghosts here. No ghosts. Uh, but Pauline has. You met the ghost? <laughs> I wasn't on my own. <laughs> there was another member of staff with me at the time who actually witnessed that. So what happened? Tell us. Um, we, we were locking up one evening. And, yeah. This is a ghost story, girls. Listen. <laughs> and um, we were just—I pulled the double doors, the old double it in a doors, voice? to. Sorry. You say in a spooky voice. In a, in a spooky, spooky voice. <laughs> I closed the doors. <laughs> and then um, they were the old doors by the great hall. And we were just about to set the alarm, my colleague and I. And um, as we turned, we could hear something down the corridor. We sort of looked at each other and wondered what it was. And we knew that we'd already locked the door out that end. Went back to double check on it. As we did that, the doors flew open. <gasps> Very um, um, as if someone had just walked through it. Um, there wasn't a breeze in the place. 
and we went down to check on the door. The door was open, but we had just shut it. And um, we came back, the double doors had been opened. Um, and that was pretty much it. Actually. How did you feel? Um, yeah, it was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that, girls? The ghosts opened the door. But they were very friendly ghosts. Perhaps they were trying to be helpful. Yes. I, think they were. I don't think they wanted to lock the palace up that night. They yes. wanted to have a party, I think. What year was that, the, 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 you think? It, it might have been called Casper. They were very friendly. They didn't say their name. What year was that? That was only last year. No, it's 2012. Yeah. Wow. So it could even be the ghost of the GLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Mama, I want to see what's inside this. Inside the pine cone? Yeah. What do you want to do, Daddy? I'm Can you smell the pine on my fingers from it? Smell it? Can you what, smell that? What's inside that, that's, that's from there. I'm, what's I'm, inside? Well, it's the same as on the outside, but stuff on the inside. So it's kind of like seeds and things, but they're all wrapped up. That's, that's like the... You don't need no. There's no honey in there, but it is. It's it's pine sticky. Draw a seaside. I'm not drawing a seaside right now, darling. I'm on a walk looking at the lovely things. They're bluebells. Yeah, Marie. Make a note of whatever you really like. They're bluebells, I think. They're just bluebells. Irises, okay. Yeah, we'll get some. I think we've got some because we we got some bulbs with um, the wisteria. Executed or killed here? Was anyone? No one was killed here. So what are the ghosts doing here then? Well, couldn't let go. Troubled spirits. No, they weren't executed here. Bishop Lord was executed on Tower Hill, I think. And we had we had one poor gentleman who who backed the wrong side, Bishop Ridley, who was bishop before Bonner, and he was burnt to death at Oxford. So, he was a Protestant. I mean, I was going to order some things from the yeah. <laughs> What's this tree? This is an extraordinary tree. Um, 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 Some sort of it's strip. It's a paper, paper from Japan or somewhere. Wow. Japan or China. Are we following Miranda? We're going to go follow Miranda. We're going to go in. We're going to go inside now. Yes. We're going into the church now. Is there anything I should do? Is <laughs> <laughs> he taking him account you? I don't know whether God allows me in this house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is extraordinary. Listen, there's echoes, listen. Can you do that with your feet? Wow. 
Look, the seats in here, girls. Look. Can come sit up here. <gasps> look, what's this for? Um. <gasps> look at the paintings on the wall. Hey, Marie, how about this on the wall opposite Danny's house? We'll get one of these painted. Jesus. <laughs> huh? Jesus. Is that Jesus? Ooh. He's the God of the Sun. Can you hear the echo? Echo! Um, the, um, the Vicar of All Saints feels everyone should get married at All Saints. Okay. But what you can have is you can have a blessing here after your civil wedding. Oh, right. If you have a wedding in yeah, one of the other ones. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. So is this kind of... Um, it's not for you, Simon. No, but it's the arguments amongst the clergy about where you can do things. Well, when, when, the, when the building was leased to the council in 1975, they said no weddings in the chapel. It's a God thing. It's, well, it's complicated because there's only one parish register, so you'd have a kind of all gas and gaiters with people running back and forth from here to the church with the, with the register. It would be a bit ridiculous. But also, it doesn't seat many people, so if you want a lot of guests... Because it was a private chapel for the people who worked and lived here. So, um, what does this the, the murals? How how do they date? What's well? So they the, don't look that old. The chapel we no, we didn't we were very lucky we didn't have any di direct hits on the building in World War Two, but there was a big bomb on the riverside and the roof got damaged and most of the glass in the palace everywhere got broken. So they got some money from the War Damage Commission to make a new window, so that dates from 1953, and these paintings also date from 1953. I was going to say, cause the, the guy kneeling down there, that's a very 50s gentleman, isn't it? Well, sorry, I'm just going yeah. to get a visual you want to see what the old chapel looked like, Mm. That's what it. That's what it looked like when it soon after it was oh, built. So they, um... Um, but yes, there is a story. We haven't got any evidence at all. This is our present queen. Which one? Oh, that. That's, that's supposed to be there. Elizabeth Windsor. And that might be Prince Philip, or it might be her father. We don't know, but the, I haven't got a shred of evidence. It's just people like to think that. Yeah. And they're a funny mixture of um, being influenced by the Italian Renaissance. They're a bit like school Bible illustration used to be. Yeah. And then you get these touches of people in modern dress. So if you look, there's a little girl here. Yeah. Oh, look, it's really sweet. Wearing, yep. She's wearing a modern dress. Little frock there, and he's got his jodhpurs on <laughs> with a horse. Well, I think they're meant to be in kind of in old dress, Renaissance dress. Oh, okay. Yes. Can you see a Can you see a little girl anywhere in a dress? Yeah, exactly. Jodhpurs there. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they're trying to help the guy that fell off his horse there. 
Yes. Uh, it probably came off at the third fence. They always come off at the third fence. Well, that's supposed to represent St Paul, because the bishop's church is St Paul's Cathedral, mm-hmm. and the emblem of St Paul is a sword. And the emblem of the bishops of London is a pair of cross swords, like that in the window. And if you look around Fulham, where the bishop opened schools and cemeteries and things, you'll see those coats of arms. Once you start seeing them, you'll see them everywhere. Okay. Can I ask, does the organ work? The organ works. That's an amazingly compact church organ. It's beautiful. it It was made by a firm called Robson. Yeah. And in the old days, there was a servant who was right at the bottom of the pile called the boot boy, whose job was to clean everybody's shoes, and he had to pump the organ by hand with some bellows. There's a big lever, but now, of course, it's converted to electricity. Okay. <laughs> so, pumping his organ? No, a servant called the boot, boot boy. Oh. <laughs> and so who, who comes and plays that? Is that it, it, does that play now? Will we be able to hear any noise from it? Or? it, it if, you, if you allow time for the um, pipes to fill with, to warm up, to fill with air. Is that what but has it to happen? Is, it is played when people have a blessing. I was brought up Christian. And we have, we have a fundraising carol concert at Christmas. Okay. Well, maybe maybe yes. I could come back and actually get some sounds of that, because that would go down nicely amongst our listeners. And um, this beautiful mosaic here yeah. used to be at the other end of the chapel. But when they restored it in the 1950s, they moved it. And if you look closely at it, you can see it's beautifully made. Tiny, tiny pieces. Oh of coloured glass and this was made specially in Venice for the bishop's chapel and if you imagine it at the altar end with the chapel lit by candlelight or later on gas it really would have flickered and picked up the gold very glittery I'm going to ask the girls what they think who designed the window. Which strawberries that, are we looking at? That was his symbol. He Up always signed his windows with a strawberry okay. plant. Okay. Strawberry was, stained glass he windows. He was really old when he designed that window. He was in his late 80s. Um, what do you think of the chapel? Chapel? This is the chapel we're in. It's a nice echoey room, isn't it? It makes a very nice noise. Go, go. Ooh, ooh. Can someone help me? What sort of help would you like? that actually survived the bombs. It's very ordinary Victorian glass, but we're just grateful to have anything that survives. Anyway, let's push on. Pushing on. Oh, look at those radiators. Awesome. Awesome. There's some beautiful detailing in here. Oh, wait. 
What have we got here? So this is known as the Great Hall, but it is normally an empty room, but today it's full of chairs, and this is how it can look if someone using it as a registry office and getting married here. But if you ask Marie, she can tell you about some events that have taken here in place here in the past, right. where Monster School gave a performance, didn't they? They did. What did we have here then? It was all about, I can't remember what year it was, but it was about the f sort of food they cooked. It was, it was reconstructing the visit of Queen Elizabeth I First, here. yeah. Okay. And Munster School, which doesn't exist anymore. It was before my time, but there is a video of it. Nice. They, um, they took it all very seriously, and they spent a whole term, whole term learning Tudor dances and about Tudor From food. the beginning to yes. the end, yeah. And then one of the teachers enacted Queen Elizabeth I. Uh -huh. Now, the reason we know that Queen Elizabeth I definitely stayed the night here, because so many houses in England say Queen Elizabeth I stayed the night. Well, she did, because she went around England a lot and she wanted to keep her subjects poor. They had to spend a lot of money entertaining her. But the reason we definitely know is that while she was staying here in 1601, two thieves had the cheek to burglar burgled the palace and they stole a piece of silver belonging to the Queen and to do that they would have had to cross Plan the moat get through that big gate somehow or maybe it was an inside job but they did catch the two thieves and I still haven't found out what unpleasant fate they had but I'm sure it was very unpleasant so presumably the the, the people that stole from the Queen didn't get a peerage Whereas the, people that, <laughs> whereas the people that stole on behalf of the Queen would have got a peerage and probably rule us now. <laughs> no well, comment, no comment. No <laughs> right, we're going to go through another door. As a historian, that's wonderful to have definite evidence that Queen Elizabeth spe spent the night here. She would almost certainly have slept in a room above this hall which would have had a lower ceiling in those days. So this was the heart of the medieval yes. palace. This is where all the feasting would have been, all the important meetings, the manorial court where people came to complain that someone had pinched their rabbit or... There was a lot of that. A lot of know. that went on. Yeah. <laughs> all that um, kind of thing. The significance of the, the mirror, the... Um, the can you see the, the cross swords for the Bishop of London in the window yeah. there? Yep. So these windows would have been full of stained glass, but as I said, a lot of it got blown out in the Second World War. So those are just little fragments that survive. So they actually date, they're about 300 years old, those, even though they look quite small and boring. Mm. Um, people can get married in here, people can have parties in here. Last Friday there was a Valentine's Night opera performance and the fire gets lit and it's all very cosy. Uh, yeah. Burning local wood. <laughs> uh -huh. we, do have another little, we do have another little ghost story associated with this. <gasps> hey, listen, girls, because this room is really, really old and the people in those old days had special hats and we've got some of those hats in the bag. Do you want to try them on while you're in the old house? Mm. 
No, no, you're happy with your own hats. So, okay. the, um, this okay. story was told me by the caretaker who was here when I first arrived. And he was completely on his own in the palace. Yeah. And he came into this room and he saw a man in huge Hang on, let me catch up with you because I want to record you. This is another ghost story. Are you listening? So he saw a man in Tudor clothes come through this doorway, which is an old low doorway, and he even saw the man lift up his leg. <gasps> and in those days, Tudor men wore things a bit like ladies' tights, <laughs> called hose, and he saw it was all wrinkled. It wasn't straight. Nor and then the figure walked across <laughs> here. The figure walked across here, right across here, and disappeared through the wall here. Did you hear that? He went through the wall with his hose on. <laughs> and then I looked at old plans of the palace and I saw there used to be a doorway here. Oh. So you can learn the history of a building from a ghost. Yeah, the ghosts know the history better than we do. So that wasn't a scary story, was it? No, there is, there is stuff being compiled at the moment. That was kind of like an architectural ghost story. Gentlemen who are tall, you may need to find your Are there any more songs? Watch out. Which one? Come on then, one more. Them in my back here. What one's you going to sing? Hickory Dickory Dock. The bells go up the clock. The clock stuck while the bells went down. Hickory dickory dock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Dickory. Dock dock. Dock. Mouse clock. Dickory. Hey, you're interrupting with our song. Sorry. Can I sing it again? You have been listening to Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM with me, your detouring host, Simon Tishko. Today we have been very special and most welcome guests of everyone at Fulham Palace and you can find details of this little known and really rather delicious place in London, a little quiet corner with a great deal of history of London town, which is fulhampalace.org, 